This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Tuesday, October 5th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Alley. Here's today's headlines. A climate tipping point for wine. New biological opinions. What's next on China? And FSA will step up. Wine grapes could soon hit a climate tipping point. In a surprising twist, a new UC Davis study shows wine grape quality has actually improved as temperatures have warmed over the past six decades. The researchers worry, however, that the trend may have peaked and continued global warming could significantly disrupt the local economies of Napa and Bordeaux. Quality has increased steadily up to now, said lead author Kane Kirchwell, a viticulture professor. We just don't know the tipping point. Finding the temperature threshold for optimal quality has remained elusive as wine grape growing has continued to exceed expectations under drastically changing climates. The researchers instead performed new analysis of sugar and color content, which raised alarms that growers may be approaching a tipping point. Feds seek new biological opinions for Delta pumping. The Biden administration is looking to reconcile differences between state and federal pumping operations in the Delta. In a letter to Wildlife Directors, Bureau of Reclamation Regional Director Ernest Comet said the effort would re-examine the 2019 biological opinions approved by the Trump administration and result in a new environmental plan governing operations. Conant outlined goals for protecting species, supporting operational flexibility, and providing regulatory certainty. This would happen through, quote, a single, feasible, adaptable, coordinated operation for the Central Valley Project and the State Water Project. Oil spill could be linked to port congestion. Officials are investigating a ship's anchor as the potential cause of a massive oil spill near the port of Long Beach and the port of Los Angeles. The Coast Guard acknowledged that an anchor striking an oil pipeline is one possibility among several scenarios being considered that according to the Los Angeles Times. That was the case in 1990 when about 400,000 gallons of crude oil spilled into the ocean near Huntington Beach. Today, dozens of ships remain anchored offshore in the region, each waiting nearly a week to unload despite recent agreements to extend date hours at the ports. USDA announces $100 million in supply chain funds. Agriculture Secretary Tom Vilsack says a federal investment aimed at the middle of the food supply chain could improve economic conditions for producers and consumers alike. The $100 million in funding announced yesterday comes from uh, loan guarantees backed by USDA. They're intended to increase the resiliency of the food supply chain through improved processing, storage, and other aspects necessary to get food from the farm to the plate. Speaking to reporters, Secretary Vilsack said the program would, quote, reduce the risk to bankers and others who are providing the financing for such things as mobile processing facilities or coal storage capacity expansion or producer groups establishing a co-op to brand or market their product. You can read our full report at agripulse.com. U.S. Trade Representative vows to engage with China but not ready to negotiate. U.S. Trade Representative Catherine Tai signaled yesterday that the Biden administration is ready to begin pressing Beijing to fulfill its promises under the Phase 1 agreement, but she didn't commit to negotiating a much-desired second phase that would elicit new promises of ag commodity purchases. 
Groups like the American Farm Bureau Federation of the U.S. Dairy Export Council are making it clear that they want the Biden administration to restart trade negotiations with China and secure another commitment from the country for massive purchases. And USDEC is still hoping the nations will agree to lift the tariffs that are weighing down trade. USDEC President and CEO Krista Harden reacted to Thai speech saying, quote, American dairy farmers and manufacturers count on the ability for our producers to meet China's appetite for dairy, yet retaliatory tariffs continue to weigh down our prospects there. In addition, it's key that the administration encourages China to boost its purchasing of major dairy commodities such as milk powder and cheese that it still primarily is sourcing from other suppliers. And by the way, Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack told reporters that farmers can expect the administration to, quote, strongly encourage the Chinese to live up to its commitments under the Phase 1 trade deal, including faster approvals of biotech crop traits that will open up new trade opportunities, the Secretary said. Now, take note, Catherine Tai also promises that the Biden administration will soon restart the process of handing out exclusions from the tariffs on Chinese goods. This was a welcome announcement from the Association of Equipment Manufacturers, but the group said it would prefer an end to the tariffs. Kip Edinburgh, a senior vice president for AEM, said the group fully supports the resumption of exclusions, but he stressed that the U.S. equipment manufacturers want to see the removal of the tariffs already in place, and he noted the broad and unilateral use of tariffs has undermined our industry's global competitiveness. USDA boosts guaranteed loan borrowing limits. USDA increasing its limit on guaranteed loans from $1.776 million to $1.825 million, effective immediately. FSA Administrator Zach Ducheneau says the increase will help producers who have been dealing with natural disasters and the COVID-19 pandemic. The number of farmers receiving guaranteed loans has increased 10% over the past decades, and FSA expects demand to rise through the new fiscal year that started on Friday. Organic growers to appeals court. Hydroponics don't qualify. Soil is essential to organic farming systems, the Center for Food Safety and a group of organic farmers told the Ninth U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals, appealing a district court decision that found hydroponic operations can be certified as organic. The Organic Foods Production Act's language is plain and mandatory. Organic crop producers shall foster soil fertility, primarily through the management of the organic content of the soil through proper tillage, crop rotation, and manuring, they said in a brief filed in the appeals court. The district court judge's decision was short on analysis, devoting just over a paragraph to examining the issues, the appellates said. The center petitioned USDA to prohibit organic certification of hydroponic operations, but USDA denied that request. And that led to the lawsuit. Consumers saved on food by eating at home. Americans spent nearly 8% less on food last year, largely by eating at home a lot more. That according to USDA's Economic Research Service. Consumers spent nearly 19.5% less on food away from home in 2020 and nearly 5% more at the supermarket. ERS said in its Amber Waves publication that during the pandemic, many restaurants and other establishments were forced to change. Here's today's He Said It. I'm not overly concerned that we're not going to get the work done because people step up. That's what we do at USDA. 
we step up when we have to. That Agriculture Secretary Tom Vilsack would ask about concerns that a vaccine mandate would result in staff shortages in local farm service agency offices and slow the processing of farmer applications. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Tuesday, October 5th. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Nally.